Sound, it sounds like we're sounds like we're coming in hot today. We are. We're coming in something. Red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather. <laughs> red leather. I'm trying to remember the other ones. Yeah, like I said, the only the only vocal warm ups I'm familiar with are are, are ones for singing, uh, which do work if you're going to speak too. But like, I, you you know, me over here going mommy me momu over and over again. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> okay, do a do a bunch of arpeggios just to get ready to go. Sure. sure. <laughs> How's it going? It's been a while. I a lot of things happened to me. <laughs> Or around me. Around you. Are I you imagine. Okay? Are you okay? <laughs> so far, yes. I am okay. All right. Yes. I just, did the network was worried about you. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, network. Misdirected Mark, I'm okay. <laughs> For now. Dun, dun, dun. dun, dun, dun. Uh, I probably shouldn't make jokes about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Rona hit, hit me pretty, hurt my life, at least. I didn't get it. Good. Um, my sister did and her husband and their infant daughter so for a while i was just sort of numbing out because <laughs> yeah. there's there's just nothing you can do like nope and even if they lived in town there's just nothing i can do thankfully they've recovered with no complications um their little girl is completely fine too like impar- like apparently bounced back way faster than they did yeah it's children, um, are, children are like that yeah yeah so they're 100 percent um the world's been on fire for like a little bit i don't know if you noticed i you know i did notice if you looked outside or i mean i the world doesn't get caught on fire here (laughs) because our air never gets that dry but metaphorically metaphorically and you're like pretty close to ground zero of shit catching on fire (laughs) metaphorically yes metaphorically yeah. Not literally. Literally, some things have been on fire because it's 2020. It's hell year. Mm-hmm. Um, I received a delightful gift to myself in the mail yesterday. Oh, yeah? Um, the, the day of the, uh, the day they called the election. When was that? Friday? I don't know. It was approximately seven years ago. It was. Um, uh, it was a decade and a half ago. Uh, this went viral, so I'm sure a lot of people know what I'm talking about. Um, an artist was like, "I'm I'm coping with this with this roller coaster of emotions by making a T-shirt, and all of the sales will go, like, all of the profits will go to um, uh, basically into the campaign funds for the two Georgia runoffs that are happening in January. Mm-hmm. And this T-shirt managed to raise about $28,000 before the artist had to be like, I need to stop. This is becoming a tax nightmare for me. <laughs> um, so I am now the proud owner of a safety orange T-shirt featuring Gritty riding a riding lawnmower and the Four Seasons Total Landscaping logo. <laughs> And beneath it, it says, we are not Four Seasons Hotel Philadelphia. (laughs) (laughs) And it was funny when I ordered it, and it's still pretty fucking funny. (laughs) 
uh, while you were out, uh, I had D fill in for you as subhost. 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 <laughs> wow. As in substitute, not as in beneath. Oh, okay. But I go ahead and take that weird. Go that take that in a weird way. <laughs> and she called herself that. Um, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> Uh, so w- we've been doing kind of unscripted, like, long talks on mechanical stuff, where yeah. we don't actually answer the question. Of course not. No, this <laughs> no. is a bonus experience. Well, like, listen, <laughs> like, hey, listen, our structured bonus experience shows do actually sometimes answer the question. Like, we have a thing like, what does this thing mean? And then we talk about what it means, or at least what we think it means. Um, but this, these were just, like... Let's just chew the fat for as long as we feel like uh, on right. like how the first one was on social systems. Um, okay. Yeah. And we, yeah, we talked about like, we talked about, cause I played Bluebeard's Bride. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause we're going to, we're, I guess we're going to shoot the shit about stuff we've played um, since the last time we talked. Uh, hey everyone. This is bonus experience. Yeah. Hi. We're a, a podcast with a deeper look at the play experience and the finer details of running and writing games. Uh, we're two queer women speaking with authority about games. Yes, we swear. Die mad, Die about, mad, it. About, Die it. mad about it. I'm Ray. I'm I'm Monica. We're industry professionals. We sure are. Um, it's been a bit, and it sounds like we're about to just sort of like do it. So I went ahead and did our intro. I hope that's okay. You did do the <laughs> intro, and you did the intro from memory, I hope. I sure did. <laughs> it's you- only been three years. <laughs> we may as well get it right. <laughs> I think that's the first time we've ever gotten it right. So we did a fucking great job. Yeah, we did. Can we just take a minute to talk about what a great job we did on our own oh, intro? I'm so proud of us that we God. just finally managed to do our own intro correctly. We've come a long way, baby. From memory, <laughs> which we can't do when it's right in front of us. No, it trips me up. I get all, <laughs> I get nervous. Um, all right, so you've played Bluebeard's Bride. Yeah, I got to play Bluebeard's Bride for an AP for the Story Told podcast, which is still not out yet as of the time okay. of this recording. Uh, but I really liked it, uh, and it was scary, but in a fun way. <laughs> so scary. It's scary. Tangentially related, the other day, H asked me if I had seen alien or aliens and my response was no it's scary (laughs) you've never seen alien or aliens no it's scary (laughs) i mean it is it's pretty scary but it's also really good yes i I, I know it's a i know they are masterpieces of cinema but it's scary it's scary (laughs) the alien queen gonna get me please But anyway, yes, I play Bluebeard's Bride, which mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. is really you can if there's I did a whole episode on with D about like how Bluebeard's Bride's mechanics specifically curate an intentional type of conversation um, because like uh, let me just rehash some of these things for Ray that anybody who's listened to that episode has already heard. But this Ray is a recap episode. It's a recap episode slightly. <laughs> so like uh, Bluebeard's Bride, I'd always been badly sold on um like someone has always been like oh it's this like misery tourism game about dying as the serial killer's wife um, oh, okay. and what it yeah. what it actually is is just a game about telling a very scary ghost story oh yeah okay yes so like it's not 
I'd always been like, oh, it's depressing, you you can only die at the end. But, like, the point is that everybody buys into the horror of you being doomed or escaping, but at a cost, you know? like Right. And it is literally mechanically tuned so that everybody tells a ghost story together. That's cool. It's really cool. And That's then cool as hell. There is a meta rule called uh, Shiver from Fear or Shiver with Fear or something like that, uh, where when you... you the human being playing the as like because everybody you don't play different characters everybody plays an aspect of the bride's psyche. Um, oh okay. So you are collectively a group of people steering the horror movie protagonist through the story. Cool. Cool. Uh, and like all of them are also sort of reflections. Like there's also got this like really kind of brilliant but heavy layer of like all of them are also reflections of like how society puts certain expectations and impetuses on women and like okay their body and their thoughts and stuff like that because each one of you wow all right a certain certain part of the bride and then you also have to say like what do other people dislike about your face (laughs) like literally so like this whole level of like how do other people control you (laughs) Which which sets up the like psychological horror of the ghost story that you're about to tell together Okay, okay. Um, but it's cool. Like, y- you have to buy into it, but it's cool in a scary psychological horror kind of way. And I think if we had... There were men playing the game, which I'm not against. Like, I don't want to make that sound like, oh, men, bleh. But, like, I think it would be, have been even cooler if it had been a group of all women. But anyway. Okay. Uh, do recommend you try it at least once, because it's fun and scary. Um, <laughs> and so, like, you all... Each one of you is playing a, a fraction of this bride's psyche. Um... And uh, I decided that I was playing the witch, which is supposed to be, like, sort of the more rebellious, like, you know, women who are smart or, like, ambitious or whatever are witches, right? Like, yeah. so I decided I was the ho-don't-do-it part, <laughs> part of the bride's psyche, which everybody else was, like, totally bought in that I was going to be the only person who was like, this is a bad idea and we shouldn't do it. And be that, like, just that voice in your head that's like, hey, don't go down the dark alley, dipshit. And then you do anyway, uh, which, which was fun as hell. Um, and I, I can't wait to hear <laughs> to hear how that plays out. Um, so, like, all of you play this, and then there are specific rules for how, like, up to six people share the narrative when all of you are literally playing one person. Yeah, okay. Um, but one of the, like, I was talking about Shiver with Fear before I derailed to talk about other things. Um, so when you, the player, are scared, or, um, the GM of this game was like, uh, because a couple people were like, I'm not really the sort of person who gets jumpy during a story, so, like, I may never actually be scared scared. And the GM was like, okay, well, then you should use this move and basically buzz in whenever you are excited about how fucked you are (laughs) (laughs) okay okay which is great right like that's so fantastic um so you basically when you shiver with fear you're basically like whoa i'm scared or oh my god i'm we're so fucked we're so fucked uh and you basically are like i'm shivering with fear and you like buzz in basically and the gm stops and then asks you what you think is about to happen and then makes it worse that's how that (laughs) <laughs> which is a fantastic ghost story move right that's fucking great yeah isn't it though um 
so then that whole episode with D was talking about how like how can we learn from and literally every move is just intended directly to get you to be scared and to like talk about things that are scary um and to 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 direct all conversation towards things that will spook you um and then it was talking we that whole episode was about like how can we take the idea of rules that specifically direct conversation and port that over into something more traditional like exalted or like story path okay and there's a whole bonus content where we actually design how to do that in story path so become a patron and download that episode that sounds great i can't wait to hear it <laughs> um i hear you also ran some exalted essence playtests at yeah, metatopia i did, I did how'd that, that go <laughs> Uh, I just finished reviewing the feedback forms. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I think, like, all right. So let me see. Let me see what I can say without revealing <laughs> too much on the air. So, uh, generally, my impression overall is that we're in a pretty good place. Um, there are some rough edges that still need to be buffed out, but they are not on a core system level. Uh, for example, I don't need to rewrite combat. Let me just put it that way, like or social interactions. Um, mm-hmm. at at worst, what those need to do is have perhaps a better run up to how to use them, um, or like some sort of printable, like really digest version play oh. aid that like. Hang on. All okay. Right. Okay. For some reason, my headset is also connected to my phone. So my phone just rang, <laughs> and I didn't catch what you said because my headset was like, "Hey, your phone's ringing." Oh, okay. So you said a uh, like a printable, and then cut out. Oh, okay. Uh, some sort of like play aid or like cheat sheet or something that you could print out or uh, pull up on your PDF or whatever. This like here is the super digest version of how we get to where we are. Like okay, okay. Uh, some sort of guidance in the form of like cheat sheets or charm cards or summaries or whatever like uh some sort of bridge between brand new person and a bunch of rules um because while essence is streamlined third edition uh it is does not magically have like fate accelerated level rules (laughs) and i think if it did uh it would be lacking something Mm-hmm. Uh, so we yeah. are we are still firmly at our promise of like mm, Chronicles of Darkness level of crunchy, <laughs> okay. which which but, has always been the stated case. I mean, I guess even Fate Accelerated has like printable cheat sheets, so that's not yeah too tall of an order. I think yeah. I I just meant that like Fate Accelerated is always sort of a bad comparison. I think because Fate Accelerated trims things down so much, like Fate Accelerated yeah. has like four rules. <laughs> <laughs> okay okay it's not no okay it's a little more than that <laughs> it's a little more than that but like uh it gets rid of the whole skill list it breaks everything down into approaches uh mm-hmm. and then yeah. it, it, it's sort of just like it massively simplifies stress <clears throat> and consequences right it's sort of like here's you know here are all the we, we basically rolled everything into these approaches uh like there's still stunts, but like everything is just sort of the um, what is it? The six basic things: create an advantage, mm-hmm. overcome, attack, defend. The other Which, two. Oh, the four options are yeah: create, oh, overcome, create, attack, overcome, and defend. Attack and defend. Right. Okay. For some reason, I thought there were six. 
Right. I don't know why you thought that. I don't know why I thought that either. <laughs> Hang on a second. All I'm, right. I'm, I'm being, I am. Oh, I am I'm still technically working. Anyway, what was I talking about? Essence. Essence play tests. <clears throat> right. So um, I think it's just a matter of making approaching the information more clear. Um, because from my, <laughs> from my personal perspective, I think all the systems are exactly where I want them to be. Um, mm-hmm. I am not particularly interested in rearranging them at this point. Yeah. Um, I think the only thing like that gives me some concern, but I'm not interested in changing the way it works, is that like what Essence does is present this really cool base framework that's very simple, right? Yes. Like, here's how this thing works. Boom. And then it's like, here's 10 more things you can add to it. <laughs> right. Kind of an a la carte. Like, right. if you wanted to do this, add this on. Right. The whole thing is very a la carte. Like, here is how, here's the basics of combat. Here's 20 more things you can add to it. <laughs> right. Which, yeah. If you are trying to eat the buffet all at once, it's going to feel like too much. Mm-hmm. Um and what I what I discovered because I intentionally ran a fight that was sort of too hard because I wanted to see how that would happen. Um, okay, is that you? What you ha- what happens there is that you actually need to know everything that's on the menu. Mm-hmm. Uh, so don't do that to people who are new. <laughs> I mean, yeah, okay. <laughs> and now there's a thing in the storytelling section that says don't do that to people who are new because it's not like. <laughs> It's not like this fight is unwinnable. It's that you have to know what the tools in the toolbox are, right? Right. It's 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 going to be strategically advanced. Right. You have to really know the system. Right. Uh, which speak um, kind of related. How easy is it to tune fights for people the way we have it all set up? Uh, it's very like, easy. You, I think is anyway? it easy? <laughs> is it easy going into it knowing okay this this will be an easy fight. This will be a challenging fight. This will be an impossible fight. Yeah, um, I think that's pr- I think that's pretty straightforward. I have not gotten a te- chance, honestly, to test that too strenuously. Mm-hmm. Um, for my, I, I ran a test on Friday. I ran a test on Saturday for my Saturday test. I I used our rules and built um, antagonists from the ground up because I always prefer to do that as opposed to yeah. take something out of the book. Um, and that worked out great. Um, and and what i was like so friday i'm gonna i'm gonna use something straight out of the book i'm gonna do something i know is too hard i'm gonna see what happens and then saturday i was like i'm gonna prove i'm gonna prove to myself that the system does in fact work because i was feeling sort of bad about friday (laughs) oh no (laughs) Uh, and i'm like (laughs) no no no, can uh, i know what you threw at them on friday uh i was the i think it was the militant god which is like a hardness eight oh yes a really hard fight but there were also six pcs so Six PCs had trouble with hardness eight, huh? Um, That's exciting, though. That's they, it's they did one of the but in sort that, of a slow way because they didn't one know of the things that was like always difficult for me with Exalted was getting into like trying to tune those encounters, feeling like okay, this should be a difficult fight, and then just the whole thing getting blown out of the water. Right. So six you know PCs I mean? had a hard time with with hardness eight, but in a slow and kind of boring way. Only because they oh. just kept hammering at it because they didn't know, like, oh. reveal weakness, knockdown, knockback. Like, right. They, they, uh, they weren't, like, building power or using gambits de- or anything like that. Like, build up your power, start using gambits, debuff it, like, because there's a ton of debuff options. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. so, like, pretty much what I learned from that is you, if you want to throw something really powerful like that right out the gate, everybody has to understand 
the tactical depth of that, right? Like, right. Um, and so it, what it turned into was a grind, and I think people didn't really have a good time, and I was disappointed in that. But like, that's why you test things that are too hard. It was a play test, not a demo. Right. Um, and then I was sort of feeling bad about it. <laughs> and I was like, no, 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 I know the system works. I know it works really well. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do something that I think is perfectly balanced for their, their threat level uh, for the second for Saturday. And I did. And it was awesome. <laughs> so... <laughs> All right. So that's, I mean, that's two successful tests. Yes. Like you, you tested what happens when it's way too hard and impossible. And you're like, it's it's not fun. So we need to make sure to put something in the book about don't do that. Right. And what happens when you try to do it perfectly? And it's, the answer is it's great. The answer is it's great. Yeah. <laughs> so always do it perfectly. That's, that's what we have. <laughs> good thing we have a story guiding, story guide teller yeah, section. Good thing there's a whole section that tells you how to run the fucking game. How novel. How novel. Yeah, there were there were some complaints that I rolled my eyes at. Um, people were like, I didn't like my pre-gem. I'm like, all right, sorry. Okay, that's not a, okay. <laughs> that's nothing. That's a nothing complaint. Yeah, I guess but... it's, I mean, if you have any complaint and that's your only complaint, that's like, all right, cool. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Uh, that means we're doing everything right. Shout out to the person who didn't like their pre-generated character. Um, shout out to the person who told me that this was an unfinished product. Um, shout yes. Out- <laughs> yes. Uh, also, shout out to the person who claimed there were exploitable loopholes and identified zero of them. So, oh. <laughs> God, uh, I could not have done this without the three of you. <laughs> Thank you for your expertise. Thank you for your expertise. I appreciate it. Thank you it. for helping. Nothing. <laughs> uh, couldn't have done it without you. Indispensable. Um, <laughs> Yes. Uh, the rest of it was all pretty good, pretty good feedback. Um, and I have already made some very minor changes to some presentation. Because um, one of the questions, because we did, we did a sheet of questions, like a Google form of questions. And one of the things was like, hey, what did you, what did you find most intuitive? Um, because I definitely want to know, like, what we're doing good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then the follow up question was, what did you struggle with? And then what could we do to help? Uh, so I was mostly interested in like what people had a hard time grabbing onto Mm -hmm. and what they thought would be useful to help grab onto that. Uh, and there were some pretty good answers in there. Uh, a lot of people really want some kind of like cheat sheet or hitting the mic with my face, uh, (laughs) some kind of cheat sheet (laughs) or, um, you know, printouts or plays or whatever. They're like, well, that, we, that's always been on the docket. So cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like probably the hardest, like, I don't, I think it's an extremely intuitive system. And I think uh, it has a really slick, a la carte approach to everything you want from an Exalted game. Mm-hmm. Um, which that's yeah. a good survey of Exalted. Right. So like, because it's like, here's kind of everything you want from an Exalted game, take your pick. It winds up serving you an awful lot. <laughs> like, yeah. that's a lot of content because it's basically like, here is a sampler tray of Exalted, which is still like a 10-course meal, right? Like, Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I think what it needs is like, begin here and introduce these things slowly. Like... Okay. If you were playing yeah. this from the get-go, you know, start right here, 
move on to this thing, move on to this thing, move on to this thing, gradually introduce rule after rule until you are comfortable with what you have in your toolbox, right? Like, because mm-hmm. the GM also has to know all the tools in the toolbox. Um, right. the, the interesting thing was that Neil ran two demos too, and he had not ever tried to run Essence before except for the one we did on the stream. Oh, okay. Which, which was during first draft, so the rules had changed pretty notably. Okay. So um, this is also a good test for, like, how do new GMs handle that? Yes, it was. So that was pretty cool. Um, and I know that the two of us screwed up rules. So, like, some of the feedback was like, I didn't understand this. And I was like, that's probably because one or both of us explained it badly. <laughs> <laughs> and also, like, I kept getting kind of low-key annoyed with people in the... Because there was a, a Discord, a, a secret Discord channel on the OPP um, Discord where we were holding all of this. Um, and people were like, well, this rule's not there. And I'm like, yes, you have 7,000 words of a 40,000-word section. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> this, you have a quick start overview. <laughs> Of, of the rule set <laughs> no the the specific rules for extras are not in there sorry <laughs> this oh, is supposed man. to help you understand how to get started not like i'm not giving you, give the, you the whole thing i'm not giving you the whole book <laughs> i was not allowed to give you the whole besides you weren't gonna read the whole book for a two hour long game anyway i don't know some super fans might have I, they were gonna just take it home and then and then pile up the chat with a bunch of like I don't like the way this is phrased on page 32 <laughs> uh, I know how this fans. works um, exalted thingies <laughs> I love you thingies oh, um, thingies let's see so yes I had a bunch of solars um, cool but at least one of them had solar specific charms but all of them were starting levels so like for most starting level characters, it's like here's a pile of universals and one of yeah. your one of your exalt yeah. type charms. Um, and it doesn't help that a lot of the original solar charm kit got wrapped up into universals because solars had no flavor. <laughs> solars were just basic model exalt guy for who's three good at whole editions. Yep, yeah, guy who's good at thing was their whole concept. <sighs> yep, I mean it's still kind of their 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 whole concept, except I think we've made it pretty interesting at this point. Thank you. I mean, yes, we have. Other people helped. (laughs) (laughs) I wrote some good charms for this game. I wrote some good charms for this game. (laughs) Um, All right. I'm going to have to, like, circle back around to that later when we're not recording, I suppose. Um, I've been playing D&D. Okay. I could talk about that for like a little bit. Yeah, talk about that for a little bit because I've been taking up a lot of air. <laughs> it's nice. I haven't talked to you in a while and, you know, there's been some stuff going down and it's just like, can we just talk about games? Um, you missed the, I've missed the my, dorky sound of my voice. Yeah. My <laughs> my husband's been play, been running uh, the Icewind Dale campaign over Rule 20. And this is supposed to be the module that's like, everyone's like, oh, it's so hard. Oh, it's so difficult. Ooh, the GM's going to have, he hasn't been having like any trouble with it. Like he's doing a great job. So I don't know why everyone's like, it's so hard and complicated, but it, you know, it's great. And we have the, we have like the module specifically like made for Roll20. So it comes with, I didn't realize how robust the Roll20 D&D modules were. It comes with literally everything. It has... (laughs) 
all the maps, all the tokens, all the compendium entries. Um, it has, and everything is already pre-programmed with the dynamic lighting and it, it's just really well done. And uh, we just pop in a discord with the jukebox and queue up like some fucking Game of Thrones music. And we play Dudes in the Frozen Wasteland. It's been pretty great. What, <laughs> it's what are you playing character-wise? I I am playing a fighter warlock. She's she's only got one level in fighter specifically, so I could get great weapon fighting. Um, and now I'm taking the rest in warlock. So like I'm basically playing like a heavy a heavy melee warlock, which is I'm really interested. I've I've had this build like sitting around for forever, and I'm mm-hmm. really interested to try it out. Um, we also have a she's a human. Okay. I've, I I play humans in D and D because you know I like them. <laughs> it's it's I don't know. It's weird. I don't. I can't explain it. I like playing humans. Um, because everyone else around me will play something wild. We have a Goliath rogue. Okay. He's like ten feet tall. <laughs> He's very good at what he does. And his player uses a character voice every time his player affects like this, like this Cockney kind of like, like Skyrim level. It's, it's, it's very good. That is um, very good. Uh, another guy is playing a tabaxi. I think, he, did we ever get a clear idea of what Spence is playing? Is he just a straight paladin? Cause he also has some roguey types. Uh, he just yeah he's just a tricksy paladin is what he is he's a tabaxi paladin so i guess you know tabaxi lawful tabaxi have their own like quirks about them (laughs) and since it's taking place in like the frozen north it's like do you want to be like a snow leopard yeah i do so he's you know very fluffy and, and sweet and makes soup for everyone um the what else do we have we have a human barbarian who i think is going to multi-class into something late no he's a human fighter who's going to become a barbarian i think um and then we have a shifter ranger who's a doom stalker or doom hunter gloom gloom facer (laughs) face gloomer the face gloomer gloom stabber um she's a raccoon shifter so she's like a big chonky boy (laughs) it's um I didn't realize that ranger subclass was so good. Like she's constantly out damaging the rest of us. And so basically we have no pure spellcasters. We have no pure healers. <laughs> We're going into this yeah. very difficult, like do it. We die like grown ass adults. Yes. It's <laughs> no, it's, it's been great. It's been really intriguing and it's, it's, it's a little, it's a little bleak, but like the way that the campaign is written and the way that, G is running it. There's like these really like neatly paced little bright spots. So it doesn't feel like everything is frozen. We're all going to die. It's like everything is frozen. We're all going to die unless. (laughs) So there's, we're constantly bouncing from like unless to unless. Um, (laughs) Last session we fought a hag who was like eating people. And uh, you know, as one does. (laughs) Hags eat people. And it was like a cool moment of like everyone getting to kind of flex their flex their personality or their moralities because the hag like stops before we kill her to beg for her life and try to be like, listen, if you let me go, I'll give you this this treasure and I won't eat anyone anymore. So it's everyone getting a chance to be like, all right, she's no longer fighting you. Do you still like do you still continue the fight? So we all got to flex our own versions of whether we pity her or 
whether we because my character was like oh okay if you feel remorse then you know lay down your lay down your weapon and bury your neck and i'll send you to the afterlife in a quick and painless way <laughs> like like all right cool i'm glad you i'm glad you feel remorse i'm still going to execute you for your crimes um <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah it's been uh it's been really great the i i know everyone is like has got to have dipped their toe into rule 20 at this point but mm -hmm. if they haven't done the the modules yet which like are pretty pricey on the surface but they they literally come with everything you need to play the game. You don't have to build anything unless you're someone like me who loves to make custom macros. <laughs> it's, it's got like every art and sound and effect resource you could need. Um, so this this episode brought to you by Roll20. If only. Um, <laughs> wouldn't that be something? Well, I mean, we probably could ask. <laughs> hey. Uh, I, uh, ask it's free. I I think that's it i've been playing I, I was playing pokemon for a little bit i was doing a nuzlocke run of shield having never played shield before <laughs> so that was going great i was um, enjoying your tweets about it i uh my first attempt i got to the fire gym got completely trashed <laughs> just decimated had to start over um and then ewan started getting like really into it so Ewan's been like when are we going back to it when are we going back to it because I just beat all the gyms so now I have to prepare for like the next like the semifinals or something but also the story mode and I it's starting to really like it's starting to get grim like there's Pokemon that I've had for a long time that have like died in a gym battle and I'm like how am I going to continue without that Pokemon and it's Nuzlocke is is a very interesting and fucked up way to play Pokemon. <laughs> I don't think I recommend it to just everyone, but you know, it definitely makes it harder. I guess that's, that is for sure. That's the point, right? Yeah. 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 Um, let's see. Have I been playing anything else? Um, oh, and destiny. There's a big destiny content drop. Yeah. I saw, I've seen your tweets about that too. Uh, I bought, it's exciting. <laughs> There's so many new space gays. I can't, I don't remember the actual name of the game. We keep calling it the Kirby Friends game. We got the, the newest <laughs> Kirby on the Switch where uh, Kirby can make friends with the enemies instead of just beating them. I didn't know there was a new Kirby game. I don't know that it's new, new. new. It's new-ish. It is the okay. newest one. I don't know when it came out sometime this year or last year. Mm. Um, but we wanted a multiplayer couch co-op game that required zero brain um and so we're playing kirby whatever something friends super friends epic friends it's it's literally like some adorable title like kirby's epic friends or something like that kirby super best friends. Super, kirby super best friend party time adventure um where you literally because literally kirby and he, he you can you you can hit X and he holds up a heart and then he throws it at an enemy he could otherwise <laughs> take a power from and then they join his party. Um, he just throws it at him. Yep. Like, and then they're like, him with it. cool, we're, we love you now. And then they join him. Um, and uh, you can you can also recruit mini bosses as your friend. And then oh. you can play up to four people on the Switch um, and everybody can play a member of the party. That's adorable. It is adorable, and it's a Kirby game, so it requires two brain cells. Um, and I always <laughs> feel somewhat chagrined when I screw up platforming in a Kirby game. Because he can just fly. 
There's yeah, no reason to ever flying. fall off the level. Uh, well. And yet I have done it a few times. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, everyone in the house is playing Hades. Um, I oh, have yes. not. I still don't have Hades yet. I have not actually played it myself because I've already seen the entire game from H and Julia beating it a few times. Um, so, right, right. and um, it looks like a game that I would just get either lost in or frustrated by. So I was just like, ah, the rest of you will play Hades for my entertainment. Um, <laughs> and it has been very entertaining. So I have been secondhand enjoying Hades. Uh, it is a very good, good game um, that I have not actually played myself. Uh, I miss baseball. I don't know what the hell is going on in baseball anymore. Um, I have completely lost the thread. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, the, 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 the previous story arc ended. Uh, I think it kind of ended too quickly, but whatever. It's some of that is because of the procedural generation. Yeah. Um, there was a big climactic thing. The crabs finally won a third championship, which means they ascended, and now a new... Yeah, I saw the crabs ascended. The crabs ascended. The monitor did, in fact, eat the bastard peanut nut god. Um, <laughs> uh, now there's a new villain, question mark, uh, who is a coin who wants everything to be fair and equal, um, and uh, which introduced the black hole and sun two weather, uh, which just... Gave and took away wins, which meant that like, uh, some one, one like best out of three went to like six or eight games or something like that. It was ridiculous because it, <laughs> it, it just like while the idea of the black hole and the sun were kind of funny, like mostly what it did was just make games take longer. <laughs> um, wow. Okay. But they but they, this these two weren't mixed in with all the other bullshit weather. So like all the permanent modifications everybody had like voted for were no longer in play. Oh. Um so that was kind of anticlimactic. <laughs> huh. Um Well, you can't win them all. You can't win them all. Ball. Well, and that was like that was sort of the like coda on the end of the story um and it looks like because you know how it had been in beta and it looks like they so now they're on grand a grand siesta which is lasting at least two months um and it looks like they're gonna come back with the with the real version of the game oh wow that, that's, okay so uh uh looks like they're maybe adding teams i don't know okay or yeah. rearranging things i don't know um hmm. all right uh but coming up they're they're doing a Every Tuesday, they're doing um, exhibition matches uh, where all the teams are re totally rearranged by their coffee preferences. <laughs> and it is called the Coffee Cup. Of course. Okay. <laughs> uh, with, a, with a bunch of guest teams. Um, one of them is the game band, all turned into baseball players, complete with silly baseball player names. That's awesome. Uh, one of them is uh, the like moderators of SIBR. <laughs> Yeah, I saw that they got their own team. They're yeah. like the data witches. The data or witches. Something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think one of them is um the wiki people. Oh god, really? There's there's okay. basically four bonus teams. One's the game band, one's SIBR, I think one's the wiki, and I think one's artists, which seems a little unfair. There's a lot of artists. Yes, exactly. Oh. That one I have a little bit of a problem <laughs> with. All right, well, <laughs> it was fun for like the first month <laughs> now yeah. i have no idea what's happening and it's like every now and then i'll see blaze scroll by and i'll go good for them 
Maybe when they come back with the with the release level, what what's the word? When they come back with the release candidate. Yeah, one 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 point oh or whatever. And... Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, I'm kind of in the same boat. Uh, I also kind of hope that they like change some stuff, uh, and or add options for things to do with your coins, um, because once you max out everything. It's less fun to play. <laughs> it's just, you know, watching numbers go up. It's just watching numbers go up and, and making money that you can't spend on anything, and there's no point in hoarding it. Uh, hmm. You can buy a lot of votes and then have them not matter. <laughs> <laughs> For a while there, I was playing a little personal mini game where I, like, I made an account specifically just to earn coin, and then made sure I had enough coin at the end to flute a bunch of times and then just give out votes to people. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> and be like, here's all the teams, like, because you can't, you can only kind of be on one team at a time um, on, this, on the website, but there's nothing stopping you from hopping around on teams on the Discord. Um, mm -hmm. And so there were a bunch of other teams that I thought were cool, but also you can only hang out in one team chat at a time on the discord so it was like moist talkers do you want 500 votes here you go breath mints do you want 500 votes here you go <laughs> fridays here's 500 votes like what are we doing here you go and then it was that was i had way more fun being like the weird vote fairy than i ever had <laughs> just playing for one team the vote fairy <laughs> uh leaving so, votes under the pillow leaving the yep. vote fairy ding so like I feel I feel like playing enjoying baseball is what you make it. Uh and the less yeah, I, the less yeah. I cared about being involved in like fandom shit, the better it got. <laughs> yeah, the fandom's getting big and weird. Yeah, it is. Like, it, weird it, in it, a got, bad way. it got big and weird fast. <laughs> yeah. It got big yeah. and weird real fast. Um and like any other big fandom, it's like, ah, we now have BNFs, so that's cool. <sighs> We have BNFs, we have discourse. Yep. And now I am done. Yep. Like, <laughs> and uh, now I leave. Yeah. Uh, when when people are like arguing over the canonicity of things, I'm like, I'm done because there actually isn't any. <laughs> this is stupid. This, bye. Yeah, this is stupid. <laughs> bye. I'm gonna I'm gonna enjoy this on my own time because my personal the emergent narrative that I have created in my head from these random numbers and events is just as valid as anything else because there is no canon fuck off yeah exactly yeah I you know I've been wanting to do a, an all-out baseball episode for a while because I I had some strong feelings about the way it played but that was a while ago and I don't know if I still feel the same way <laughs> I feel like we just sort of distilled it down into the last 10 minutes. We kind of did, yeah. This was the Blazeball Mini mini little, Super little, Best Friends episode. Little mini Blazeball episode right there. Um, apparently and, uh, I have to call my, my HR guy to talk about my pay rate if I want benefits. So that's oh, cool. Oh, okay. That's not going to be cool. Well, I'm uh, I'm running out of battery life, so... I, I, I'm doing it's this a, at 3 o'clock, but... It's, a good as time, it's, it's as good a time as any to do the thing where we where we stop yeah um we didn't do a mid-episode break fuck <laughs> <laughs> we'll get you next time uh, swing around next time bxp is brought to you by the misdirected mark network bing thank you thank you thank you uh 
just listen to the misdirected mark that's the flagship show cool that's it there we no, go. i mean just yeah okay cool Str- streams right. on tuesdays i think um uh monica yes uh, where can they email us? They can email us at bonusexpcast at gmail.com. By the way, we have someone interested in consulting with us on the design of their game. Um, oh, yeah. They've given us we 100 do bucks. That. So um, we need to do that. Follow us. Uh, subscribe to our Patreon. We have cool yes. rewards tiers. Yeah, if you give us 100 it's bucks. Patreon, Patreon.com slash bxpcast, right? Yes, it is. No, I think. Patreon.com slash bonus experience? I don't remember. How do I not know this you know, yet? I don't know it either, um, but you can look up bonus experience just by searching on Patreon and you will find I'll us. I'll just, I'll break it in. I'll, I'll edit it in. Right. You'll hear bxp, you'll hear Patreon.com and then my voice in a completely different, completely bonus different. Experience. <laughs> bonus experience. Bonus yeah. experience. Okay. Um, email us on uh, our website, bxpcast.com. Yes. Uh, our Twitter at bonus exp cast and your Twitter at Zenith Sun and your Twitter and right under st- no no I don't have an underscore anymore don't you I almost did it <laughs> I almost did it Ray W Cole hey, hey. underscores hey. are for chumps chumps and losers <laughs> uh, that is that it are we done that's it okay that's it all right everybody get out okay. I'm so glad to be back. Yeah, glad I to missed have you, you guys. I missed you too. Let's not have anything bad happen for at least another month so that I can record a bunch of episodes. <laughs> that, would be, that, would be, that would be nice. Change it if you want to. Change it if you want to. Bonus Experience is written and produced by Monica and Ray and edited by me, Margaret. The Bonus Experience logo and cover art were created by Nemo Studios. The Bonus Experience theme song is Reeves Nora's With the Light by Van Arb by Nature and is here used under the attribution, non-commercial Creative Commons license. Fourth edition Dungeons and Dragons is the best edition the line has seen yet. You not at me. And thank you for listening.